Hi, this is Maria. This is Sarah. And welcome to The The Ridge Podcast. Podcast. All right, all right, all right. Hey, everybody. Yeah, good morning. Um, Welcome back to The Ridge Podcast. You know, we've... um, This is episode 14? Yeah, 14. Episode 14. Mm -hmm. Every week I say, ooh, yeah. Another, another episode. Professionals. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so, and and uh, and we had a really great discussion last week. So last week we talked about um, rebuilding consistency mm-hmm. um, in crisis because that's where we're all kind of still living. Um, and so uh, as we were kind of figuring out what we we're going to talk about this week and and really praying into that, um, I, we do spend a lot of time. Well. I typically how it goes is I, I spend a lot of time praying about it and I come in and I say, Sarah, here's my ideas. Does this make sense? And she's like, it will, <laughs> it will make sense. Um, but, uh, you know, like I, I want it always to, to be very purposeful and always, you know, it's very intentional yeah. and, um, and we want it to be have kingdom impact, Yeah, have kingdom impact. Mm-hmm. And so what we talked about, what we're going to talk about this morning, um, is really, how do you define your focus? in the midst of distractions. Mm-hmm. So um, there's a lot that's going on right now and, um, and, and it's very difficult for us to really understand like, well, okay, so what do we specifically need to focus on? And that goes all the way back to you know, boundaries, our mm-hmm. discussion on boundaries. Um, and so to start us off, there's really, there's two areas of focus that we have as Christians. So we've got our vertical focus, which is kingdom focus so setting our hearts and minds on things above on things above Mm -hmm. and then we've got our horizontal focus which is our daily lives so that's our relationships our work our everything in our daily lives um so in a nutshell vertically is christ-minded or eternally minded right and horizontally is life-minded life-minded right and you do have to have both yeah like there is there is a both and um but let's let's bring it to the scripture and so if you want you can grab your bible um and we're going to be in colossians today and so before we kind of dive into the verses that we've looked into we got um, to put some context around it and so um this is something that we've really learned a lot this year in thrive in group thrive, um that that when you approach the bible it's really important not to just cherry pick verses that you really want to get um the scope like what was the purpose behind this right. verse who who is writing who and who are they writing to and what right. was the purpose of it you know the historical context is really important literary context yeah is important so a lot of your study bibles will have notes in the front to help you with that mm-hmm. um there's a lot of good commentary too that you can look at before you start reading right. a book of the Bible and I would highly recommend blue letter Bible yes um, the app on your phone mm-hmm. so you can do cross references commentaries read the Bible on there all different versions of the Bible so right. to get some of that background that's just a nice resource to have for sure for sure and so when we when we're in Colossians um, you know the author of, of Colossians is Paul mm-hmm. um, and he's writing to um, the Colossian church. From prison. From prison. Mm-hmm. And so one of the, um, what's happening really with the Colossian church right now, the purpose behind him writing this letter to them is um, they're really dealing with uh, outside influences um, kind of getting in the way of uh, or distorting their perspective of um, who Christ is, what it means to be a Christian, right. and um, the sufficiency of Christ for salvation. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's that's really important because we deal with that still today. You know, we're still dealing with our our cultural view um, influencing how our churches operate, and um, sometimes that are, it's changing the way um, that that we perceive Christ and and Christ's sufficiency. And so um, to start us off. We're, when we talk about vertical focus, our, we're in Colossians 3, 2. Mm-hmm. And it says in Colossians 3, 2, think about the things of heaven, not the things of earth. For you died to this life, and your real life is hidden with Christ in God. So that's 3, 2 through 3. Um, so that's where we start. Our focus starts by being vertically focused. Right. Looking at the eternal perspective. Jesus. Right. Yes. And so so then if that's where we, we start, so then how do we like what happens in our in our lives, you know? So what are we supposed to what are we not supposed to focus on? Right. You know? Well, let's talk a little bit about um, what the Colossians were dealing with and maybe we can translate that to our own lives yeah, a little yeah. bit. Um, the Colossians, some of the heresy that they were dealing with, they were worshiping angel, angels um, mm-hmm. that came, that trickled down from other religions. So rather than worshiping Christ, um, they were worshiping angels as well, which we know is idolatry. Right, so we right. deal a lot with that. Um, they were combining several different religions. Um, immorality was acceptable. Sexual mm-hmm. immorality was right. acceptable. It was actually practiced widely. Mm-hmm. Um, the spirit is good. Matter is evil. There were all kinds of things that they were practicing. But the one I'd really like to talk a little bit about is just idolatry because I feel like um, right now with the way the world is, we deal specifically with a lot of idolatry in our own lives. You know, mm-hmm. we... Uh, Idolatry, (laughs) yeah, idolatry is basically um, putting anything above Christ, right? right? What is the most important thing? What are we focusing on? Mm -hmm. As we've talked about it, our focus should be vertical. So if it's social media, if you're spending all of your time on social media, Mm -hmm. if you're even even our kids can become idols, right? You know, if we're spending all of our time uh, caring for our kids, which is a kingdom focused thing to do. Mm-hmm. However, if it becomes a distraction and that is our, our sole focus is to make sure our kids are well cared for. If we're getting them to sports and we're not taking any time, mm-hmm. um, to, to set our eyes upon Jesus, right, right. that's when it becomes an idol. Right. And so that, you know, that's a, that's a great point to bring about because that's where Satan lives. Satan lives in the distractions of the world. And you know, one thing that I've uh, been realizing over the past couple of days is that, um, you know, my personal growth in Jesus um, has been pretty, I mean, it, I've experienced gross, but like how gross? I've experienced growth. You are gross. Right? Just kidding. <laughs> I, it, I've experienced growth in Jesus over the last year and a half, but but it's not been um, because I've chosen to. It's because, um, it's not because I've I've intentionally worked on that relationship with God, what I've done is I've, all of my Bible study and my reading of, of different materials and, um, you know, all of the, everything that I've done has been to lead people mm-hmm. towards that. Mm-hmm. And so, and there um, is a lot of value in that, right? There's value in that, except that in order for me to lead people, like leading comes from the overflow of what is it going should, on anyway. here. Mm-hmm. It should, that Real leadership, um, life-giving leadership, is something that comes from the overflow of our own 
um, personal walk with with Jesus. And so, you know, my walk looks different than your walk, than right. Andrew's walk, and and so um, so that that's been so what what has been distracting to me or what has been distracting for me can sometimes be my leadership because I'm so focused on helping other people develop that I'm not focused on what God's working on in me. Right. And so that's where it's, um, you know, when we, when we set our eyes on Jesus, everything overflows mm-hmm. into our daily living. Into our, the horizontal aspects the horizontal of life, aspects which, is, of which life. is basically children and, and families, families and, and your, your work and mm-hmm. all of those things. Yeah. Yep. And so that's, so then when we talk about what not to focus on, you know, in the Bible, um, oh, let's see where are we out here. We need to go to three, chapter three. It's a, just a group effort, a group effort, <laughs> you know? Um, so it says here in, uh, chapter three, verse five. So put to death, the sinful earthly things lurking within you have nothing to do with sexual immorality, impurity, lust, and evil desires. Don't be greedy for a greedy person is an idolater, worshiping the things of this world. So um, it goes on to say, because of these, sin- these sins, the anger of God is coming. And so when we look at those sins and we apply them to some of the things we're dealing with right now, you know, we think of politics, we think of mm-hmm. um, social media, we think of, you know, um, the division between the maskers or the anti-maskers right. and the vaxxers and the anti-vaxxers. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and so those things, um, while there is uh, benefit in having discussions around those and things. And knowledge of those and things. And knowledge of those things. What they have become is a distraction. Right. They've taken our focus away from our, our, um, our kingdom. Goal. Yeah, right. our kingdom impact. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, what, that's all Satan's trying to do is he's trying to um, dis- disrupt us enough, distract us enough that our kingdom impact uh, is minimal. Right. And so, um, so when we talk about defining our focus in the midst of distraction, that's the ramification of our unfocused living, mm-hmm. is our kingdom impact is minimized. It is. And if you just take a moment and you sit there and you let that resonate, does that sit well with you? Right. You know, and so. Well, and nothing <laughs> makes Satan happier than distracting us from right. our purpose. Right. Our God-given purpose. That's right, because cause he has no real power in our lives we give him the power by what we focus on mm-hmm. and what we don't focus mm-hmm. on. Mm-hmm. And so then what do we do? Like what, what are, are we supposed to focus on? And the Bible outlines that too in, in Colossians chapter three. So in verse 11 through 14, it says, in this new life, it doesn't matter if you are a Jew or a Gentile, circumcised or uncircumcised, barbaric, uncivilized, slave or free. Christ is all that matters and he lives in all of us. So since God chose you to be the holy people he loves, you must clothe yourselves with tender-hearted mercy, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Make allowance for each other's faults and forgive anyone who offends you. Remember the Lord forgave you, so you must forgive others. And I think that's just perfect. It's just perfect. Well, and along with that Colossians 1.10, I love this verse too, because that kind of wraps it up. It says, then the way you live will always honor and please the Lord and your lives will produce every kind of good fruit. All the while you'll grow as you learn to know God better and better. So that's 
that's the bow on top of the package, right. right? So that's what our focus should be. The way you live will always honor and please the Lord, will produce good fruit, mm-hmm. um, and all the while you grow to know God better and better. Yeah. And that's really what, what we want to do. We want to be growing in our knowledge of God the Father and of Jesus. And how do we do that? Yeah. Bible study. Right. Prayer. Scripture memorization, all of those, all things, of those things, right? Right. And if if we're distracted by the things of this world, like you talked about, Maria, like politics, for, it, for example, I actually had to quit watching the news months ago because mm-hmm. it made me very anxious. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a lot of what I thought about all the time. Right. And if that distracts me from personal Bible time, or if it distracts me from prayer, right, then the enemy is winning. Or if it distracts you from the hope that you find in Jesus. Right. Because that's what I feel like is the biggest um, energy suck right now is that, you know, it's very hard to look past all of the distractions. And we had talked about it yesterday that, um, you know, it's it's hard to, to focus past the, um, it's almost like birds, you know, like that's how, because I'm a visual person. This is, I mean, I visualize everything. And so in my mind, the way I see the distractions of the world is like when you're, like if you were like a hunter <laughs> and you just, you know, you spook them. Yeah, spook them, and all the birds just fly up and they're all just like everywhere. And you're like, whoa, like where do I aim? You know what I mean? Like I just don't know. And you lose your focus and, and and then everything you know and then like what you're there to do is is gone mm-hmm. and um and that's what i feel like covid has done is it's it's spooked all of these things and they you know and we're, we're dealing with all of this um there's so much that we can focus on yes right? there and a lot of distractions that yes. we can focus on so that's what that's what covid has done right um and i think the enemy can use that Yes. To really harm our spiritual growth. Right. So we have to know which bird, yeah. if any, right. to focus on, right? Right, right, exactly. And so um, so then, so what happens? How do we apply that? Like, because that's always the thing, right? Is well, how do we do this? That seems all, all fine and good, except, um, you know, like that we, in life, it, it's easier to say it than to actually do it. So the first thing you have to do in all things, and I'll, I'll say this until the end of the world, is you have to become aware of what's distracting you. Yeah. So sometimes Spend it's some helpful, time. yeah, to mm-hmm. make a list, mm-hmm. you know, and, and be really honest in that. Um, you know, sometimes what distracts you is your family. Yeah. Sometimes what distracts you is- um, Netflix. Netflix, yes. Chocolate ice cream, you know, or, <laughs> Uh, or, or whatever it it could be the many things that even your children are involved in yep it could you know, be we've got three kids right now in four different sports mm-hmm. and I think about this all the time Dave Stoker who is one of our guests mm-hmm. he said that when his son was young if his sports fell on a Sunday yeah it was just a no-go they let the, ch- the coach know that's not happening right because this is my focus this is what's important in our family values mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and we're gonna go to church on Sunday as a family so mm-hmm. He wasn't allowed to do that. However, right. a lot of us have more than one child. Yeah. So I have three involved in four different sports, mm-hmm. and some of that does fall on a Sunday. So we have to make those choices. Right. What should our focus be? You know, Sunday nights, for example, the kids would rather stay home and mm-hmm. play Xbox or mm-hmm. watch TV than come to youth group. Well, that's not going to happen. Right. Right. Um, so those things can distract us from our focus. Yeah. Well, and and so. 
you have to first become aware like what what distracts you what idols uh am i holding on to and sometimes what idols yes yeah and and sometimes our thought processes are um distractions as well and so um in the notes section in my bible which i forgot today but i'm gonna i'm gonna hope that i get this right here <laughs> in the notes section um you know they really talked about um that paul instead of focusing on all the things that they the colossian church shouldn't do they focused on the pot he focused on trying to get them to focus on the positive mm-hmm. things the things mm-hmm. that they need to be seeking right and so this isn't a um opportunity for you to go down the negative rabbit hole this is an opportunity to for you to be honest about what's distracting you in your life and to and filter then, those things out and, and then to, to shift room. right yes to shift your focus vertically um so that you can you you, you can do these things mm-hmm. and they can they can filter out but in a positive aspect right. because it is it is a positive thing when you shift your focus towards jesus nothing but good things can come from that right right and we do need to make room for him if if you're focusing on or i guess right now if you're filtering and you're thinking okay what things have become idols what mm-hmm. things are the most important besides kingdom-minded things mm-hmm. which would be raising our children up in the way they should go so they wouldn't depart from him, right? right. If, if we're pointing our children towards Christ, if we're, um, if we're trying to be holy in our marriages, like those kinds of things. Like if there are things in your life that are distracting you, um, it's, this would be a good time just to filter those out to make room mm-hmm. for that Jesus view, that vertical view. And Paul does say, I, I do have a couple of notes here. <laughs> she in my does. Bible. That's right. <laughs> um, Paul offers like a strategy to help us to live our lives yes. um, for Christ. So I'm just gonna read verbatim out of the notes in my Bible because the notes are excellent. If you don't have a study Bible, grab a study Bible. Man, they're so, the notes are mm-hmm. so great. But mm-hmm. again, like I said before, Blue Letter Bible is great too if you get the app on your phone or whatever. Um, that's a good one too. But anyway. Paul says to, number one, imitate Christ's compassionate, forgiving attitude. That's real easy to do, isn't it? Um, That's verses three, or chapter three, verses 12 through 13. Let love guide your life, chapter three, verse 14. Um, These are all in chapter three. So let the peace of Christ rule in your heart. Always be thankful. I Mm -hmm. love that one. Mm -hmm. Gratitude. Gratitude. It's an attitude of gratitude, right? Boom. Keep God's word in you at all times. Now, how do we do that? You've got to know God's word to have it in your heart all the time. That's right. Um, and then live as Jesus Christ's representative. Let's go up to, um, if you guys have your Bibles, go up to verse 15 real quick. And let the peace that comes from Christ rule in your hearts. For as members of one body, you are called to live in peace and always be thankful. So I think I think right now in the midst of COVID, it's hard to be peaceful. Mm-hmm. And it's not just COVID, it's... Um, Mm-hmm. political unrest and why? racial unrest yeah. um there's all kinds of controversy surrounding the schools and masks and sports and having to get tested for covid for every sport i mean mm-hmm. there's there's tons of unrest and mm-hmm. that can really become a, a distraction, distraction. <laughs> yeah <laughs> but it says you are called to live in peace so that's the part i just wanted to touch on just really quickly because i have seen a lot of negativity mm-hmm. floating around it's easy for us to voice our negativity 
um, and maybe rile some people up with some of our words. Mm -hmm. But if we are kingdom minded, even in the midst of what's going on, our focus needs to be to live in peace with each other. Now, right. that does not mean that we can't have a difference of opinion, but it's right. all in how it's presented. And as right. Christians, you want to remain blameless and spotless. Mm -hmm. We're not perfect at that. But if that's our kingdom focus, like we want to live in peace with each other mm -hmm. um, right now. The world needs some peace. Right. We need to try to be peaceful Christians, even if our opinions differ. And that's okay mm -hmm. to have a difference of opinion. Mm -hmm. But if if we maintain that vertical focus, right. the Holy Spirit will work in us. And right. he will give us the words, the peace in our hearts that we need. And that the whole world needs. The whole, the whole world is in desperate need of peace and right. gratefulness right now. Right. And so what has kept us from being peaceful? You know, this is something that I am super living right now. Um, you know, peace, peace is, not a, is not a passive action. It really is very active. And it is very, very intentional. Mm -hmm. and, um, and you cannot do peace alone. And you have to. And sometimes I think we look towards other people to be like, well, I'm going to be in peace. You be in peace, too. And it's like, that's. That's, that's not, an expectation. That's that, an expectation, yes, right? That won't and necessarily so, be met. Exactly. And so what you need to get to a place of, of existing is, is being at peace within yourself with the Holy Spirit's mm -hmm. help. And so... Can I say something about that just real quick? Yeah. I have a little story to share with you guys. Um, when I was younger, just the way that I looked at... My sister is a very peaceful person. She's very kind with her words. She's very sweet. And I was always the one that was super abrasive. Like mm -hmm. I watched it modeled in my life that mm -hmm. um, it was weakness right. to be um, humble and peaceful. Mm -hmm. And do you know, as the Lord worked on me, I have found it so much more difficult yes. to be peaceful than it is to be abrasive. Yes. It's so easy right. just to give your opinion and be angry. And it, it's so much more work to be peaceful. Because you have to surrender. You do. You have to surrender the, the sinful nature that you have. And I've noticed that it's, it's such a quiet strength mm -hmm. in those who are so um, humble and peaceful. And right. I admire that so right. much. And I'm just really thankful that when we are vertically focused right. towards Jesus, that the Holy Spirit does work in us and he will give us that. Even yeah. those of us like me that are just naturally kind of a mm -hmm. jerk. <laughs> right. <laughs> this one. So that's, that brings, that brings me to the next point too. So then what happens when you fall off that wagon? You know, because, because that will happen. Mm -hmm. You know, we can be as vertically focused and over, have it overflow into our lives like 90% of the time. Mm -hmm. And then there's that 10% of the time where sin gets in and says like, you know, like, I'm going to get yeah, you, jabs, you yeah. know? Yeah. And, um, and so, cause that, that happened, that happened to me yesterday, you know, like I, I, I and when you really break down why it happened, mm -hmm. it's because there are, are two, two main things that we're all dealing with all the time is when we have a hard time being at peace we're dealing with emotional triggers mm -hmm. from the lives that we lead. And right now we've got a lot of those and we're always working towards spiritual maturity. And there's aspects of my life where I am not as spiritually mature as I should be. I can't imagine any of us feel that way. Exactly. <laughs> Must be just me. <laughs> so, so what do we do then? The first thing we have to do is we have to confess and repent. There you go. We have to, because we will fail, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. That's just, 
we're human beings living in a fallen world, but because we have Jesus living within me or within us, mm-hmm. you know, that we, we have that ability to come to him and ask for forgiveness and the Holy Spirit gives you grace and wisdom and helps you through it. And, um, and you have to invite God into your process. Right. If you're not inviting God into your walk with God, that made sense. It yeah. just it just doesn't seem like it could be a thing. Right. Right. But how often do we do that? Like, if you really ask yourself right now, are you inviting God into your walk with Him right now? Mm-hmm. Are you walking with Him? Are you doing it in your own strength, or is right. the Holy Spirit leading you? Right. Exactly. And so. Um, so if you're feeling that way, if you're feeling like you're distracted and you're having a really hard time defining your focus, mm-hmm. um, you have to acknowledge where your limits are. You know, there, th- th- we all have them. And, yeah. and sometimes God puts limits on us. If you feel like you're stuck right now and, and, um, and you can't understand why it's, and maybe it's because God has said, you're not ready for this next step. We got some work to do back here. Mm. And that's what I feel like where I'm at right now is I'm like, God, I just want to take the hill. And he's like, girl, I already took the hill. Like, chill yeah. out. <laughs> and in those moments, like you were talking about, you had a you had a moment like that yesterday. In those moments where it feels like failure, mm-hmm. it might just be that the Holy Spirit, like you just said, mm-hmm. has some work to do at the bottom of the hill first, right? right? right. So I think in times where we do feel... Um, like we're discouraged we're, yeah and distracted mm-hmm. and we're just we're not vertically focused i think sometimes it's the holy spirit saying hey we got a little bit of work to do here mm-hmm. you know and also i do want to point out in this verse um verse 14 chapter 3 verse 14 you're called to live in peace we just talked about that but the second part of that was paul says and always be thankful mm-hmm. that's going to help us to have a vertical focus if we are constantly thinking about what we do have and the work that the Holy Spirit has done in us. Mm -hmm. And we're grateful for all of those things. Mm -hmm. Um, And that God already took the hill. Yes. You know what I mean? So we may feel so much to be grateful for. Right. So when we, when we think to ourselves, where is our hope found? And they, people say it's in Jesus. When we think about what that means, it means God already took the hill. Mm-hmm. So we you know song just came to mind. Turn your eyes upon Jesus. There you, know you go. One? Yes, yeah. busting out the hymns. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I love. So hymns. Uh, oh, we are so hymns. we the hymns. We are so <laughs> digressing right now. But that's we get we digress. That's right. But turn your focus vertically. Celebrate God's goodness. Celebrate God's goodness, and God will clarify what you are supposed to focus on horizontally. Yeah, and just like Maria said, make sure you're inviting him into that process. Mm-hmm. Sit down and, and filter through, say, what's distracting me from from keeping my eyes on Jesus? What's mm-hmm. distracting me from that? And filter some of those things out that are not, that are not eternally significant. Right. You know, what's not eternally ex- significant that you can filter out um, so you can make more room for him? Right. Exactly. And so we're going to we're going to kind of continue through this uh, thought process. Mm-hmm. You know, we're going to the goal here is if you're if you're catching on, if you've been following through, we're kind of working through a like a process here. Mm-hmm. We've talked about boundaries and, and how do you establish boundaries right. and knowing what you're responsible for and what you're not. And then rebuilding consistency right. in crisis, you know, um, identifying 
um, specific things that you can do to help kind of create some stability and then inviting God to define your focus even when you're distracted yeah. because then what we're going to do is once you f- are focused we're going to grow mm-hmm. and how do we grow we grow by looking at spiritual disciplines mm-hmm. and how do we incorporate those spiritual disciplines into our own lives and so that's where we're going with this is we're going towards um, addressing the emotional distress that we're all feeling right. and the the scattered um, the scattered flock that we are yeah you know and we're we're kind of essentially circling the wagon saying okay we're putting we're putting a hedge around this and we're saying that's okay mm-hmm. you know let's let's redefine refocus and move towards what God is calling us into, which right. is which is a relationship mm-hmm. with Him. It's been hard over the last year, a year and, and a half. Yeah, it's almost been a year and a half. half. Good night. So it's been hard, and we know that it's been hard on us too. You know, to keep the our focus where it needs to be. So I think with these podcasts, we have been moving into this place where we all want to turn our eyes up right? Mm -hmm. Like we all want to be vertically focused and turn our eyes back to Jesus. So that's really the goal. And when we talk next time, it'll be about spiritual disciplines, Mm -hmm. right? And so, so stick with us, you know, um, we want to all be in a spiritually, emotionally healthy place. Mm -hmm. Um, and COVID is throwing a wrench in things, but God is still on the throne and he is still working in his spirit. He already took the COVID hill. He took the COVID hill. Can you tell I'm a military person? Not at all. Seriously. (laughs) And we invite you into this process too, you know, um, we've, uh, this week we're going to be putting out a comment sheet in the, the email that goes out. Um, for those of you who are Southridge people, if you're watching on YouTube or you're wa- listening on Spotify, you can reach out to us and, and email us with your comments. But we want to hear about your process. Yeah. You know, this isn't us just talking at you. We want to talk with you. We want to be included in, in your walk because we aren't meant to do this by ourselves. Right. And, and if there's something that you have um, to share, you could be impacting somebody else who's mm-hmm. listening and just not even realize it. Right. Uh, So thank you for for listening and for your comments in advance. Uh, We're grateful for you, and we're grateful to be in God's kingdom and in his ministry. And we are praying for you. We'll see you next time. For sure. Have a good one.